Don't be proud. Hey, everybody. It is June 12th. This is episode 31. It just be me and Diggler. So let's give him a call and get into it. Here we go. I saw the Steve O podcast. What'd you think He's about it? Van. He's got a van. <laughs> think about it. He's got a van. He's sitting there stretched out with no shoes on or socks. He's just stretched out. That's you. And he talks about himself the entire time. I love it. That's you. All day. You're Steve O. Dude, I want a van like that. I want a van like that. You realize he only got $1,500 for the first uh, season of Jackass? Yeah, he got paid by like per stunt. Per stunt, per stunt, he got five hundred dollars for a really uh, a stunt that could like harm him or break a leg or whatever, and he got two hundred for just doing stupid shit. And he only got paid fifteen hundred bucks throughout the whole season, first season. Well, I mean, I, you know, it's crazy. I watched that interview with uh, on Steve-O's podcast with him and Bam. Cause like Bam was in the oh, jack, he? he was in the jackass circle, dude. And they didn't even meet till season two. But the thing is that Bam, is that he crazy? was already famous. Dude, he was Bam was famous when he was thirteen. He was a good skateboarder. Yep. He had contracts. He made a video, and when he was, appeared on Jackass, his his video that he already made that was cash free. Like anything that was, uh, he made a million dollars off of that, I think. That's unbelievable. You know, and no, and he just, but I mean, he had a launching pad and Steve was sitting there going, shit, I'm living on my friend's couches. I'm unemployed. I'm fucking on a hit TV show and I make $1,500 a year. Jesus. You know? Yeah. I mean, mean, uh, mean, it's, it's funny. You watch that podcast and you realize how fucking famous Bam Margera was. Holy Christ. But like, the thing is, Steve-O looks good now. He's he's pretty successful. He's doing, he's uh, taking advantage of what he's built in the past. He didn't destroy it. You know, people are still interested in Steve-O. We like Steve-O. Steve-O's a cool guy. He's got funny stories. Dude, he does. But you know what? When I watched that pot, that uh, YouTube thing you sent me, I noticed that Steve-O has a fucking nice, shiny set of teeth. Yeah. Those things. Did he talk about his teeth? Dude, I don't remember. I did. I only got through about a third or a half of the podcast, and then I was trying to get material for tonight's show. And uh, so uh, I listened to it. But, I mean, it was really cool. I mean, Steve-O is Steve-O. I mean, the guy had a tattoo of himself on his back. <laughs> Would you do that? Well, it depends how long my hair gets. It depends what it looks like. I, I mean, right now I'm in transition. I don't know if I'm a, a hippie or a, a, a yuppie. You're a hippie yuppie. My hair. Well, I don't know. I'm. I look. I mean, if you look at me right now, I mean, I could be sitting on a porch and in the uh, new territory just uh, in Seattle there. What, have they decided what to call their country yet? Seattle? 
yeah, that little six block radius that they don't need anything. Yeah. And now they I, need like, now they need like Gatorade and cigarettes and sneakers. I heard about it. You remember that? Dude, you remember it's that a safe, movie? It's a safe place I hear. It's a safe place I hear. Have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? You know what? I haven't. You know the one I'm talking about. Mm, I'm thinking about it. I don't know. So, so I don't know if I sky. Hold on, hold on. I got a perfect thing right here. This is the the synopsis of the movie. Okay. Joe Bowers, an army an army librarian, is judged to be absolutely absolutely average in every regard. Has no relatives. Has no future. So he's chosen to be one of two test subjects in a top secret hibernation program. Him and a hooker, Rita, were awakened in one year. But things go wrong when they wake up in 2505. By this time, stupid people have outbred intelligent people. The world is barely run by morons. And Joe and Rita are the smartest people in America. But they're from the past? They're from the past? So they were in this experimental... uh, Thing. They were supposed to be in hibernation for a year. Well, they went into hibernation. Shit, people forget about them. They don't wake up for like four decades. Or, what is it, 400 years or four decades? Right. I forget what it is, but they wake up in the future, and it's like all anarchy. Like, there's no smart people running the fucking country. They uh, don't give their, their dying of starvation, the the point of the movie is they're dying of starvation and they don't know how to cure it. And he wakes up from hibernation and throughout the movie, he finds out that they're not feeding water to the plants. They're actually feeding Gatorade because they think electrolytes is going to make the plants grow better. And so they've been having this starvation problem because they've been feeding their plants, all their plants, like on a, on a, faucet of Gatorade and it just think if you think about it how stupid people get all of a sudden they got this they they control six blocks you got six blocks in Seattle that's a lot of space there's a lot of people that actually own townhouses and apartments up there and they're living there going what the fuck I can't go to fucking I can't go to the store it's Capitol Hill. And, it's pretty cramped up there. It's a it's a tight tight community up up in Capitol Hill. Not a lot of parking. God forbid there's a bunch of protesters on your block. block like you can't go nowhere, and you're you got to get to work. <laughs> you know we're like in fa- we're in phase two now in Washington. Like, yeah, but the thing is, I think the bar is open right now. The bars are open, but you can't sit at the bar. You have to sit in tables. That's fucking wild, man. And they got the they got the tables spread out far enough where you can still hang out. You can get food and drinks, but you can't sit at the bar. That's fucking wild. Um, I mean, I I rolled by a bar today, and I I had to look twice because I swear that the opens the neon open sign was lit up, and I'm like, really? And then I heard about it that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that might be open. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I guess since last weekend. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's it's hard. You know, it's really hard right now. What? It's really hard. To, it's really hard to flirt with like a bartender or a waitress because they all have to wear like face masks. They got to wear masks. And you can't. I would imagine so. Everybody has every employee. Like I'm at work. I work retail. I have to wear a face mask. And then we have these we have these screens on the countertop that are in between our customers and ourselves. Like it's you know in case they I don't know I'm I look at these screens and I'm like I've never in my life that I've worked here where somebody all of a sudden just coughed at me like right across the counter. You know what I mean? Because we all get the flu every year. We yeah. all get the flu every year. I always get those Christmas shoppers and they're, we're slammed. And when people sneeze, they normally sneeze in their elbow and they look down. And when they cough, they cough into their, you know, elbow crease. And uh, they don't, it's not like they, like you're, like they're, like right now I can't even take cash. I can't even take cash because cash, cash is dirty. Cash is dirty. We know cash is dirty. Cash is dirty. It's been places. I mean, come on. I don't know how many, as soon as I touch cash, I don't fucking touch my face until I wash my hands anyway. Because I know that shit's been in everybody's pocket. You know, it's not like as soon as I count cash, I like pick my nose or. Not just, in, not just everybody's pockets. Some people's, you know, it's been. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying working retail, you realize there's certain barriers that you know that you, it's like being a doctor. It's like you want to talk to a patient without a face mask and gloves, and you know if you have to like worry about fluids. For yeah. me, I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry about somebody coughing or vomiting at me while I'm standing on the other side taking their cash. We got it's to- just cash is dirty, and after you touch cash, maybe. Do- but some of those alcohol lotions, God, they are straight vodka. Straight. They stink. Strong. They stink. And they're sticky. Sticky? You notice they're sticky? Mm. They're sticky. The ones that are coming from the distilleries, God bless them. They're ma- they're do- doing their part. They're trying not to be racist. Good job. But uh, they're sticky. The ones coming from the distilleries are sticky, and they straight smell like vodka, all of them. Um, they are pretty much vodka, and the stickiness, who knows? Maybe it's left over, like, Potato skins. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they make vodka. I, 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 well, don't they make vodka in barrels? And maybe the stickiness comes from the barrels from the tree. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, possibly. I'm just saying it is sticky. I, I'm saying I appreciate them doing it, but not, 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 not what you, not what you're looking for. You're looking for. And not abrasive, well, I mean, not I, abrasive I, I, disinfectant. <laughs> well, I don't care about the sticky part, but after I like help a customer and I thank them and maybe I, you know, touch something they touch, you know, as soon as I get done with the transaction, I, I squirt a little bit of that on me and I rub my hands <laughs> and I'm wearing a face mask. So I got some covering, but I can go, oh my God, this shit is strong. I mean, literally, if I got in the car after I put some hand sanitizer on my ass and got some, uh, like, lunch, like, I haven't had a lick to drink, a cop pulled me over, 
Oh, fuck. He would be like, that smells like alcohol in your car. You know what would be a better solution is just having those um, wet wipes, you know, in the little packet. <laughs> I don't understand why, like, Burger King and McDonald's haven't figured that shit out yet. Like, just put, like, a little wet wipe in your bag, you know, with your food instead of napkins. Bet you that wouldn't be as many napkins. KFC did it. KFC did it for years. They did the little wipe, hand wipe thing? Oh, oh, dude, yeah. You used to get this plastic baggie with, you tear it open, and you get this one little wipe, and it it was moist, and it was awesome, and you could, after you just ate like a half a bucket of chicken and just grubbed, and your hands were all greasy, you could, like, wipe it. But the thing is, this towelette was so small. It was like, so you could picture your hand, and it was literally the size. And I got small hands. It was literally the size of my hand. And oh, I, I didn't need to wipe one hand, but I need to wipe both hands. But, I mean, it was very valuable. Yeah. I'm just saying maybe they should put two in the packet. Just give us two. Yeah. Don't, don't be stupid with this one. Get Put two in a packet. It's like when I ask for ketchup and they just put like, or hot sauce and they just like, okay, this guy wants hot sauce and they just take a handful of everything and throw it in there. That's how they should treat the towelettes. Totally agree. It's it's like, it's like getting a barbecue sauce with your chicken strips. What what does it cost me an extra 25 cents to get an extra packet? I ordered a five piece. I mean... You know, I mean, we could see that. I mean, I understand three, three fees, one dipping sauce. We could see Five we fees. could see COVID numbers go down dramatically if if they just handed out towelettes like ketchup, big time. Well, you you think things are going to change though? You know, things are going to change. I talked to a good customer of mine that came in today, and he's a very good futuristic type of thinker he talked about this whole lockdown and what it was going to do and pretty much everything he predicted kind of came true and i go hey it's kind of nice to get out of this he goes we're not out of this we're not gonna i go it's kind of nice to try to get back to normal he goes normal we ain't gonna see normal for about three or four years yeah i mean here's here's the hard thing are you are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna feel comfortable shaking somebody's hand you just mean me? Well, hey, I'll, how are you doing? I'll give you an example. That was such a common gesture. I'll give you an example of what I did over the couple last couple of days. So I went fishing, right, with my sister for her birthday. She like loves to fish. Her and her boyfriend love to fish. So Where uh, were you fishing? Trout. We were fishing for trout. Oh, up, rainbow? Rainbow? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, up at Mineral Lake. You know where that is? Uh, is that by Mount Rainier? Very close, yeah. It's like at the base. You just go out towards like Elby. It's on the way. It's on the way, yeah, yep. Yep, that's a cool little spot. It's awesome. You ever fish there? Uh, I don't know if you get rainbow trout there. I wonder if it's brown trout. I'm I don't not, know, but I just... I know I it's trout. Fish. Catch, and release, catch, catch and release is cool. It's trout and... It's stocked by the state, so like there's always trout in it. So you go out on the lake. We took a pontoon, and we just fucking threw out, and we almost limited out. Not quite, but almost did. 
I mean, limits 15 for three of us. I think we got uh, 12, 13 maybe. I caught a couple. My, si- my sister caught a bunch. Her boyfriend caught a bunch. Like I think I got three. Everybody else caught the rest. So Kel- you, Kelly was you, crushing. So you know, Brett, I always like to ask you a question every show. What question would that be? This show. Well, this is getting to the question. So the question is, if you were going to take over six square blocks, let's say you and your sister (laughs) and your boyfriend went up to this mountaintop where they stocked fish and you didn't need things like Gatorade or cigarettes or even, I mean, you could start... I mean, if you took it over, if you were with, like, uh, the protests that took over Seattle, wouldn't it be smarter to take over an area that has ample food? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Plenty of land. Easy to put porta-potties, because the thing is, once you become autonomous, right? You're autonomous. The, The... the local country does not have to provide you with water, sewage, garbage disposal, nor electricity, correct? They support themselves. Well, no, that's a contract you would have to work out with that area. It all depends on what the Seattle government wants to do with them. Well, this is my point. I understand if you want to protest in the urban area, because you get, you know, you can close down streets and close down highways and shit like that. And it's all but good. It's okay. I know, but think about this. Wouldn't it be smarter if you were going to take over six square blocks? You would do it around a nice, relaxing. Because if you're going to be hippies and you have street art and, uh, all this shit, just movies at night, you know, how they're talking about how it's peaceful and shit. Why wouldn't you, like, take over? Like, I guarantee you Mineral Lake is probably six square blocks. You just take over the entire lake. And you're like, hey, it's filled with fish. I got food. Boom. You know, I don't need sneakers. I can walk around. We can pretend we're like uh, Tom Hanks in that movie he did when he was stuck on that island hey man if there was a grocery store up at mineral lake that could survive up there i mean they got a bar and a resort that actually is up for sale at a decent price it'd be worth looking into but um yeah i mean shit you want to go to a place that would have stuff like that the middle of Capitol well, I'm just saying, if I was, Kale Kale Anderson if, Park is not is not just whoever this rebel group is. You know, I don't know. Like, I mean, no, so, the size of Kale so Anderson take, Park you, is not the not where it's at. So you so you, so you take over six square blocks, right? You declare yourself independent. You if you enter the property that is not yours, you just kind of are borrowing it for the time being. Um, if you, if you go into that property, uh, they have walls, which they don't want walls around America. 
they are guarding their borders with guns, which they think that's hey, walls kind of, work. you know, racist. Walls work. Well, no, well, they're proving they do. I mean, what they're turning into are what the mob used to do is there's people that are still living in there. There's a half a dozen restaurants and bars. There's probably a couple of convenience stores in there. Do you know exactly? And, do, you uh, exa- do you know exactly? You're not where? producing anything. So you're you're not producing anything. How are you going to support your argument? You you can't support it other than force. And you know, I deserve something. And it seems like there's a lot of people that are older that are supposed to be adults, and they're acting like five year old children that never had a dad that slapped them in the ass and said, hey, <laughs> what do. you're doing is wrong, or slapped their hand. How dare you take that? That's not your property. Yeah, most, you know, most of them probably now do. Now all of a sudden they're, they're, and they're saying it's peaceful and they're having movie nights and art festivals. And you want to be a hippie, move to a fight. Go to Woodstock. Not profiling do, do here. Not, not profiling here, but most of these people that are living in this place are anywhere between the ages of 23 years old to, I don't know, maybe 50 tops. And, like, they're all liberal hippies, and they're all, I mean, why why, why does a new anti-village need to pop up, you know, in Seattle? You know right what now? else? It doesn't make you know any sense. You, maybe I'm just you know dumb and I'm not educated most enough. Of, but most of them are white. Most, most of them are white? Are white. Most of these pro, most of the ones that have taken over the city are white. And the thing is, there's a lot of Black Lives Matter because that's what the protest was originally about. And there's a lot of Black Lives Matter people that are very upset that they're like, no, you're you're skewing our view. You're skewing the message. It's making them look bad. Pass in the first. Yeah, I mean, we want change, but you can't. You know, they. They don't. I don't think the Black Lives Matter movement wants to vandalize. And, I don't think so either. And loot. I think they want to make a strong message, but there's a lot of people, and they're like, "You are totally not allowing our view." You know. I think what's happening is is that their cause is being used as shadow for chaos. It's you know being I mean? taken over. It's being straight taken over. It's being taken over. Totally. I mean, plain and simple. They're using force just like they. So it's a, it's okay. It's okay to use the, you know, the national guard to use whatever just to get people. Hey, you know what? A week is we. They've been pretty tolerant for a week. You know, I mean, we can't block I five every day. We can't. You know. Have you heard? Have Have you heard Nashville's getting ready for this? They Nashville are a hasn't group of people that are trying to no no they are trying there's a group of people trying to do an autonomous zone and what's the name from uh, uh, yeah and you know uh, Rich or Rich what was his name he did ride a cowboy save a horse ride a cowboy yeah, yeah, I know song. that song no no I know that song so he's there and he's like this shit ain't gonna happen in Nashville because there's people like well, we're gonna do what Seattle does. And the thing is, eventually, mm. we're going to have to take back... Think about this. You're eventually going to have to take back Seattle. People aren't going to leave happily or peacefully. It's going to be taken by force. 
It's the only way it's going to happen. I got to tell there's you. Gonna be, there's going to be some, you know. You and I are lucky to live just a little south or a just little outside. or just outside just the outside. ring of fire. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, Jesus. We're outside Mordor. Yeah, I'm about. We're in the Shire, Bart. You live in the Shire. You're if about. If we Lord of the Rings, you live in the Shire. You're like, what, <laughs> 35, 40 minutes to Seattle with n- zero traffic, let's say zero traffic, driving 60 miles an hour? 40. 40 minutes? I'm like 15. Hard, hard I'm 15, Seattle. I'm 15 like, yeah, north. Like, we're just outside of the epicenter of fucking Crazyville, man. I kind of would, wouldn't mind just going there. If I had a day off, I wouldn't mind going there and just walking around it, but I guarantee you I wouldn't feel safe, and if anything happened to me, I'd be like, it was your stupid fault for being down here. If you were watching the news right now, Seattle looks like, I don't know, the a, a top 10, maybe even a top, like, I wouldn't say five, but maybe top five or six. City you know, the a lot States. of my friends call, call, call us right now. He goes, he goes, he looks at the news on the fucking computer screen, and we talk about it at work, and he goes, he goes, dude, we are the embarrassment of America. We are the embarrassment of the USA right now. Seattle is the... And I go, hey, at least we live in Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> dude. I mean... I love Tacoma. Tacoma's been pretty a, tame. I mean, as we've talked... I love Tacoma, but... The, you do you realize though Tacoma's taking every shitty policy that Seattle's done, and the thing is Seattle Seattle's kind of falling apart right now. So at least we got like a two year buffer because every time I mean, every time Seattle does something, Tacoma does it like a year or two later. So but check- right now we see what's happening in Seattle, and if we're smart, we go, hey, we just really invested down in Ruston, and we're just putting a lot of money in six Ave area and stuff. And I mean, they're doing a lot of good things around. You don't want to see that shit also start burning, looting windows broken. Oh out God, of no. I mean, well, Rust- no, but it well, Rust- happened not too long ago. It R- happened a week ago. Rustin? I mean, it wasn't nothing burned down, but R- yeah, no on six. Oh, on sixth. Well, yeah. When they had that, uh, March from Wright's part. Oh, wow. Well, you know, yeah. It's time to move to Mineral Lake is what it sounds like. What's that? It's, I think it's time to move to Mineral Lake. Dude, I tell you what. I mean, if the cities are going to burn down, I'm sure the lake is going to be just fine. Yeah, the lake's got <laughs> it's far enough away. It's even got its own water supply in case <laughs> things do set on fire up there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Have you ever thought? Have you ever thought about that? Every movie you ever seen, every uh, book you ever read, the smart guy that moves away from society, but he gets dragged back for some reason. But he gets away, and where does he go? Out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right, and even Just, the pe- even the people oh. that make the most money in the entire world, you know what they do to relax? Go to the fucking middle get the of nowhere. Fuck out of town. Exactly. They get the fuck out of town. Prince. Prince is a perfect example. He lived in a town that he could just ride his bike around. Oh, shit. Would you, you know, people be sitting on their porch smoking. I could be sitting on my porch right now smoking a cigarette and be like, oh, shit, look, David Grohl just fucking rode his bike. 
uh, if you up? had if you had an option mm-hmm. would you what, would you have that much property would you need that much space to live if you tell me i have all the money in the world as much as Jeff Bezos and everybody. Yeah, what would you say? I, like? I would live exactly I would live exactly like David Chappelle. Well, what's that look like? I would live far away where when I I can go into areas and Dave Chappelle is just the most amazing person. The way he can communicate with people and he can actually tell his like he can speak the truth. And it makes people feel uncomfortable, but the way he says it, it's like, he's got a point. You know, that's the thing. That's the thing money can't buy is being able to live that type of life. You're able to say what you want. People can't shame him because what are you going to say something because he's black? I mean, we all grew up with the David Chappelle show. I mean, we heard some stuff that wouldn't get by right now, but I mean, it was legit funny shit that <laughs> was very very well done very, very well done. smart i mean rick james bitch i'm rick james fuck jesus christ we played against fucking uh, charlie, murphy. Murphy. charlie murphy you want some pancakes oh my god i kicked your ass in basketball with the uh just what did he have it was prince and the new power generation oh they showed up in their they showed up in their like concert gear and played uh Charlie Murphy and his buddies, and they were all in like gym wear, and they played him like a three, five on five or three on three. And uh, Prince kicked their ass. Prince's team kicked their ass. And then afterwards, he's like, Yeah, and we were, we were sitting in Prince's house, and Prince was like, Hey, I'm cooking pancakes. You want some pancakes? And he's like, Yeah. So we ate pancakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, party all, they party all night, play a basketball game in the middle, skins, blouses. And then eat pan- the pancakes in the morning. Okay. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the stories? So these are the stories he's told. Could you imagine the stories he hasn't told? Like he doesn't even tell, and he might tell Joe Rogan because they're close and they do comedy shows together and they go to these nightclubs that Joe Rogan didn't even know existed. You know these little uh, speakeasies and shit. After they get done with the show, who Prince and Joe I mean, Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about. Uh, uh, no, I'm talking about Dave Chappelle, Chappelle and Joe Rogan. Chappelle. When they remember what? Because you remember when they came to Tacoma and then Dave rented out that movie theater and then they yeah had the, the flight and they did all this shit. And that's yeah. a life to live. If I had all the money in the world, I'd live like Dave Chappelle. Dude, Dave Chappelle is uh, a free bird. Dude, he's he he. He's the way you want to live life because he can actually say what he wants to say. He makes it funny. He's not trying to piss you off, but at the end of the day, it's like, hey, you know, shit, we're all getting through this thing. It's not a big deal. Just try to laugh it off a little bit. Like, be real too. Hey, man. Um, bottom line is, you want to get away from things, just like outside of this chaos, and like somewhere in the mountains or somewhere far, far away from any city right Dude, he now. he lives in the from, middle of Iowa. I mean, he was he's not dealing with riots and disease. Nothing. No. 
I bet we could look up the county right now, and I bet you has zero COVID deaths. Zero. Zero, probably zero cases. Well, hey, this is a new uh, theory. What's the new theory? Well, you saw a couple of those uh, uh, messengers I sent you. Please remind me. Okay, well, so uh, COVID-19 is supposed to be a uh, disease. Yeah, like the flu, but worse. I wonder if it was a bac- wonder if it was a bacteria. And the way we're approaching it is completely wrong. I think the it's one thing you haven't you haven't heard a lot of autopsies. There's been a lot of so a lot of people been affected. A lot of people died, but have you heard of one autopsy? Good. I've heard of one autopsy. Good, I heard uh... of one autopsy, and it and it said it, it involved the pulmonary function as far as getting the blood and oxygen through your system. And a lot of it can be as simple as just taking like some uh, like ibuprofen, something to get you sent out. And I'm not trying to claim that's the right thing to do, but something to research. That's very interesting. I'm, but not cl- I'm not claiming it works. I'm just saying I saw a video. To push the conspiracy f- disclaimer, the conspiracy theory forward, um, I think a lot of people are marking deaths like car accidents and cancer. And COVID. Things. Yeah. COVID. <laughs> COVID. For federal, federal money. COVID. They're trying to get federal what? money. The more COVID cases. You died in a car death, accident, you got decapitated. COVID. I don't know. Maybe the state gets ten grand. Ten grand. I don't know. I mean, shit. Well, think about that. Think about this. They locked us down. We were cooperative. No one in now our state. Back for the for the, no re- for the record for the record for the record. No one in our state has come out in the health industry that I know of that says uh, they're forcing us to mark them COVID deaths, like those two doctors in California. No one's forcing anybody in Washington that I've heard of like that. No, but you know what they told us originally? They said, hey, you don't need to wear a mask. Mask, don't worry about unless it. Unless they're don't in worry. It. Don't wear a mask. And now they're like, you can't go anywhere unless you wear a mask. And it's like, if they tell us one way and the other, just on masks, and it's very obvious that it was a lie because the reason they didn't want us to buy it, like, be worried about masks is because a lot of people would have freaked out. A lot of people would have over hoarded and then you'd have a, so they were just trying to, I don't to think that was the down, real, they real issue. Of, they did. Well, I think the issue, I think, I think, they they, did I, think know. I think the issue was, they, they, wanted to save them for the, good... they knew everybody was low and they wanted to save them for the healthcare people. Cause they, those guys, it's like, you know, the planes going down, grab your mask, then save your baby second. They're they're the parent, we're the child. They got to save themselves before they save us, so that they can help us. Does that make sense? Yeah, but you agree with me that it was a lie. Oh it yeah, was like oh there was no there, not to, there was a huge flip, but, huge flip flop. They said no masks aren't so nece- how necessary. This, how about this? They could have they could have said hey, you know, personal protective equipment is for medical. You know, da da da. 
what we'd like for you guys to do in the public is to make sure you wear a scarf or a handkerchief, you know, cowboy style back in the day, old right. western. We're turning yeah. old western. Yeah. That's plenty. That's plenty. You don't need these. I mean, the, the, I mean, I wear, a, it looks like a, like a, I, I'm going to, I put on a mask and it looks like I'm like a dental assistant. And hey. no, I'm like going to go talk to you about like shoes. In 1921, <laughs> 22, 1920, it's all post Spanish flu. So back then it was like Jesse James robbing trains with fucking bandana on his face. He's like, dude, everybody else is wearing a bandana or a scarf on their face. You know, who's going to say robbed him? The guy in the mask? We're all wearing masks. That's why I think the riots are getting out of control. Can't identify any of these people. They're all wearing masks. I give them that, but they're yeah, definitely but... not staying six feet away from each other. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, I don't know. I just think there's a low quantity of like people that make bad choices, you know, and there's an extra quantity of people outside of the people that make bad choices that are friends with those people and they're like, oh, they go with it because they don't think their friend's making that bad of a choice because, hey, he's my friend. And then they, you know, get in a situation. So I think there's probably about as the percentage of people that are in Seattle right now in that six-block area, I think that's like the concentration it's like Ghostbusters. Remember Ghostbusters when all the spirits came up and all shit started getting wild and, you know, crazy and, you know, and then the Ghostbusters came in and they're like, hey, shh. they didn't kill any of the ghosts. They just kind of contained them. Then they had to fight Gonzo or Gozo. Oh, that was, it wasn't Gonzo. We like Gonzo. They were fighting Gozo. I, don't rec- I think that's what Seattle's going to be. Seattle's going to be like Ghostbusters, dude. It definitely feels Ghostbusters. That's for sure. It feels supernatural. I didn't think this shit was ever going to happen. There's a ghost downtown. There's a ghost downtown, and it lives in a six blocks area, and sometimes it likes to go downtown. Sometimes it likes to stay up on Capitol Hill. Sometimes it parties harder at night. Is it one ghost? That controls six blocks of people? Possibly, yes. It sounds like a conspiracy theory. I mean, it's believable. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy theories. I mean, what else is out there is like that, you know, um, Trump had... Trump had Trump had... Trump hasn't enabled every single one of the states to do something about this with the National Guard. He would love that. But you know what? Democratic states have held their ground and said we're not. It's making him look bad, man. That's the fucked up part. You like, think it is? I think, I think, I think it I think is what's a little happening, bit. I think, I, th- I think what's happening right now is making the entire nation look bad. It's like we actually think this is acceptable, and in my opinion, it's it's a lot of children out there that are adults now that never had somebody to tell them, 
not not what's right or wrong, but how what's right to approach this situation as a civilized. And I understand frustration and anger and stuff like that. But I mean, how many people there that are fearing them? I mean, in the process that you go through, you almost become a tyrant in your own right. You know, and then who controls that power? You're worried about the power that you think is taken away from you. Now you become a tyrant. And who's got control of anything because there's no real laws there? I mean, it becomes mob-like or mafia. I would like to say mafia-like. Gets weird. I wonder if we kept the mafia around way back in the day if a lot of this shit wouldn't happen. You ever think about that? They kind of controlled a lot of the under shit, and if things got out of hand, they... I'm not saying it was right or wrong, but they did keep the... I was was listening to an interview with on um, Rogan's podcast with Jay Leno, and Jay Jay Leno tells a story about going into New York one time. He'd been a halfway established stand-up comedian, but I think maybe he just made the NBC late night thing like this is like way early nine ninety maybe anyway late eighties early nineties so he's going into into New York City with his wife and he'd done a gig in Chicago for like this mo- really weird mob family or something like mm-hmm. that he asked to go back and do another one somewhere in New York and they picked him up him- themselves and he, he was joking with his wife saying, hey, I think if we go into this neighborhood, I'm going to need a piece. And he didn't think he said it loud enough, but the driver overheard and he goes, oh, Mr. Leno, Leno, I got one for you. Here he goes. He's just got no numbers on it or anything. He just throws him a gun. Because <laughs> he heard jokingly saying, if we go into this neighborhood, I'm going to need a piece. Anyway. Who needed the piece? Leno. He didn't need it. Jay? Yeah. No wonder he collects so many cars. He wants to fucking shoot somebody from each one. Anyway. I love Jay Leno. He's I, I awesome. Don't know. He's they, iconic. Think, he replaced Johnny Carson, who was irreplaceable, but he did a hell of a job. Hey, he said, he goes, it started, he goes, when I took it over, it was number one, and when I left, it was number one. Meaning Carson, it was number you know, one, and he did. He just kept he torch was passed, and he carried it through. You know the thing, both you know the thing, both him and Carson did. They didn't have their uh, uh, comedy one way or the other. They they jabbed both of them equally. That's true, but Leno is definitely and def- Arsen- Arsenio definitely Hall did liberal. too. Arsenio Hall did too. Arsenio Hall, even though he, oh, was, he was a little probably he, no, he was liberal. He was still. Yeah, but he was still, it was still cool, and uh, I do like Arsenio Hall, but Leno Maybe and Maybe we should get Arsenio Carson. Hall on this show and say, ask him if he was if he's Republican or Democrat. All I know is I'm part of his dog town. He always had that dog. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, I just saw something. He has a long-ass fingers, too. He might be alien. I think I just saw an he MMA be, fight back a, in the he day. He could be alien. He knows Eddie Murphy, and Eddie Murphy did star in that movie where what was it, Dale or whatever, where he was like a alien inside of a human body. You think Arsenio is an alien? 
Well, he's got. I'm just saying he's got long fingers like ET. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the tip of his fingers like glue glowed. Quite possibly like good. Phone home. Yeah. I mean, wow. but he's. A, I'm just saying he's a talented guy, and if he could make his fingertips glow, that would be like an extra talent. Like, right on, dude. Uh, I don't know. Um, do you, no, that's my question. Do you think there's aliens among us? Do you think there's hybrids? Do you think maybe there's people out there that know they're aliens and they just keep it on the down low? I think that like, we, hey, I think my, the, dad, I think my dad, we, my dad's like, your dad's an alien. Hmm? Your dad's an alien. He's the, no, but I'm just saying there's like this cute little blonde girl out there that thinks she's the shit. And then all of a sudden she spurts out one time. She's like, my dad's a, president of the uh, galactic empire and you're like yeah fuck you and then all of a sudden you're like arrested you're like taken to another planet and she's like no I told you I told you but she's just the, she's a Karen dude I think I your fucking gunshots <laughs> duck Karen duck probably somebody she, yeah Karen pisses a lot of people you know what I realized today working retail What's that? I realized that a lot of men out there settle. Like I, I a can, lot of married I agree. men. I agree. I think a lot of no, men and do. You know why I know this? No, you know why I know this? Because they settle for these bitchy wives that come into my fucking store. Oh, yeah. And, dude, I had this lady today, and she just comes in. I don't want to say nationality. She just comes in and she looks at a customer I was talking to on the other side of the counter, on the other side of the protective screen. He's wearing a face mask. That's she right. looks you directly at the customer. Uh-huh. She looks uh-huh. directly at the customer I'm talking to. And she goes, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, where can I find And she just started barking orders at him. And he kind of looks at her and he's like, he doesn't realize that he's, she's talking to him, but I can see that she's directly talking to him. And and he's trying to talk to me, and uh, and then I was supposed to respond to him, and I look at her and I have to go, excuse me, ma'am, he's a customer here. He does not work here. I can get one of my employees to help, one of my coworkers to help you out shortly. And he looks back and he's like, yeah, uh, I don't work here. And she, oh, you know, and she wanted to ask him another question. I go, no, 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 he doesn't work here. And then, but it's like one of those things where people barge in real quick and like kind of almost immediately demand service. Like, I need you to help me now. Hey, hey, I can't believe, you know, I'm the most important person here. I'm the most even, important person here. Help me now. It's just you, the, you, the, you, the help, you help me now. You help me now. It, it's <laughs> almost like you want me to be a servant to you. Right. And when right. I look at work, right. I want to, I want to, I want to be helpful to you. I want to help you. I don't want to sell you something that I know that's going to fuck you because you're an asshole. I want to sell you something that I know that's going to do well for you because I want you to come back and be happy. But if you come in and that's the thing with a lot of customer service is that people don't appreciate is that just take time when you have the luxury, the whole thing about like, they talk about white privilege and this privilege and that privilege. If you think about it in the scope of the world, everybody who lives in fucking America has American privilege. 
we have the ability to bitch at each other, talk about how we don't have what, you know, when in like other actual parts of the globe, there's still slave trade, you know, there's still concentration camps. Yeah, but here's the thing, you know, here's the thing. America's so big. <laughs> That those things shouldn't exist. We're but, spoiled. But, but what I'm saying is that we're spoiled. What I'm saying is if I'm privileged, everybody's privileged. Because you got it better than somebody else in some other country. Everybody. And I'm not saying I'm wealthy. Because I'm not. But the thing is, we all are better off to some extent. Because it could be worse somewhere else. Here's the thing. Is that there's so many people in this country... It's hard for people to, I mean, only a certain amount of people get audited. So only a certain amount of budget for people that are supposed to be homeless. Like, they just expect a certain amount of percentage to act a certain way. If they can keep that in line in the right way, they're happy as a clam. Otherwise, they got to do something about it. You know what I mean? So, like, so you act a certain so you act a certain way, you take over six square blocks in Seattle, and then you demand Gatorade, cigarettes, and sneakers. See, the thing is, like, it, it's... It, you got to be audience, audience, you got to contribute something. No, the audience is turned a certain way. What's the, that? The audience has turned a certain way, is what I'm saying. Is like, The audience? Yeah, the, uh, Seattle. Which audience? Seattle. Who's it? Who's Seattle. A- they turn a they turn a blind eye because they don't want to feel like they're the bad people. They've never realized how to discipline somebody. We don't know what to say to the these people, is, but they're we think they're doing the it's for a noble noble cause. Go ahead, take over six blocks. Okay, Disturb well, a neighborhood so that doesn't whole, belong the, to you. The whole situation, the, the the whole conversation then is about police activity with the common citizen. So what you do is you rather than defund the police, you increase you increase the police money and you say okay we're going to increase your budget but you're no longer allowed to give financial violation tickets for parking for uh anything put it this way put it this way put it this way if you get no if we're trying to encourage police officers to let people have a little bit more of a, a length on we all got a leash on us Give us a little bit more length. So if you pull us over, and what they also got to do is decriminalize every single drug out there. You decriminalize I all disagree. those drugs. Now there's no reason for no. You decriminalize drugs, and you put you put half the money that you would do in fighting drugs, and then you put it into rehab because eventually everybody gets to a point where they're like. I've tapped out. I've had enough. You know, think about it. When I, when me and you used to get in a fight in the garage or in the house and stuff, me and you were like brothers. Once in a while, you know, because I get cocky or you just, you, we just get the way we are. And then the stronger one wins. And you were always the stronger one. And I was like, okay, I'm, I got to tap out because if I don't tap out, he could choke me to death. Like, <laughs> I know, I, I know I that could I... happen. So I was, well, I'm not going to be getting choked out. Like my last breath in life is going to be like, "Fuck you, Brett." No, I'm going to be like, "I've I, had enough." I would have never choked. And you I'm going to hope you're going to let go. But the, but this is the thing. I like a cat. A cat when plays doing, with when cat do plays start, with the mouse. I mean, we didn't kill the mouse. It's when just, people just like to fucking. Well, what I'm. What's that? 
wouldn't kill the mouse. It's like cat playing playing with the mouse. Well, yeah, but the thing is, you've done drugs, I've done drugs, and we've realized there's certain drugs we think are okay, there's certain drugs we're comfortable with, and there's certain drugs we'll never do. Right? That's true. That's but true. If you got, but, if you, but if you got addicted to a certain drug, there would be, you would either die from it, or you would be like, come to a certain point in your life where, because, I mean, if it's, if it's a free country and you want to do a drug, why not do a drug? If you want to ruin your life and everything, that's fine. As long as you don't ruin your family's life or friend's life, if you have like a hundred grand that you can piss away and you just do heroin for that time, whatever. And then all of a sudden you're on the street and stuff and then you're like, hey, I don't like this shit anymore. I want to, and then that instead of the money we enforced, because we could have enforced it and we could have been like, hey, you did something bad. We arrest you. We throw you in jail. You get out in six months. You start doing the same drug again. Why don't we just say, hey, if you want to ruin your life, ruin your life. But hopefully you get to a point where you say, hey, I want to change my life. And then when you're ready to change your life, we have all these rehab programs that are totally paid for. We can put you in a clean house. We can get you a job. It's not looked down in society anymore. You know, these are people How long? that just went through a rough time in their lives, depression, whatever. How long? And they decided to change their life. How long does someone go before they change How their life? Are... How long does someone go it's in all a re- up to rehab? Them. It's all up to them. No, no, no. A no, lot no. of people. No, no, no. Think about this. A lot of people. Should there's not be a lot of people it. every year that commit. There's a lot of people that commit suicide every year. So if there's a lot of people that commit suicide every year, there's a lot of people that are com- committing suicide slowly by doing something they think they're enjoying while they're killing themselves is what it really comes down to. It's different from somebody smoking pot or drinking a couple of beers every night or, or blowing a line with their wife or whatever. It's people that are slowly killing themselves because that's what it is. It's a slow suicide. I, hopefully they I, wake I, up before. This... They, hopefully they wake up before they take their last breath. Okay, are are you telling me something here, buddy? <laughs> are you drinking too much? Oh, I Am just, I drinking too much? Well, I told you you're going to get the Steve version today. I watched a little bit of his clip. It was good. He's sober. Yeah, but he talks a lot, and I talk a lot when I'm drunk, and I'm drunk. Are you? Well, I try hard. You well, called me an hour later than we normally were scheduled, so yeah, yeah I had I, an extra dab too. Well, you know, I was bu- Jesus I was Christ! Busy. I had two extra beers and a dab. I was perfect an hour ago. Oh, sorry, man. Like I just was busy building the intro and getting settled in myself. So I mean, here I am. I so. thought you were cooking something. I, I did it. You were cooking I something. Did I would rather you tell me you were like I, I was cooking did. a steak and I, I was did like, cook "Fuck a steak. it, I'll get to it." I sauteed mushrooms. Oh, I did that too. I did both those things. You bastard. God, too too bad there's like this country in between us. I can't come visit you right now. I, I know. Maybe they'll let us fly over <laughs> here shortly. There's a country in between us. <laughs> what, I mean, what are they going to tell airplanes not to fly over their Dude, airspace now? You know we'll shoot you down. When They're going to be out there. <laughs> when I was a small child, when I was a small child, in the 80s when I was a child, my aunt was driving me from Tacoma to Seattle, and I don't know, the radio was on. They said something about 
the Berlin Wall being like tumbled down or something like that. It was a big deal. And she's like, I don't like, she kept making a big deal out of it. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on because I'm like fucking four years old. So she's like, could you imagine if there was a wall between where you live and where I live? I live in Seattle and you live in Tacoma. And she's driving me up to Seattle. And she goes, and we couldn't get there because there's a wall in the middle. She goes, that's what that's like. And she goes, they just crushed it down. I don't know. We might have to build a wall between you know Seattle the and Tacoma. Between that wall? You know the difference between that wall? Well, ours would have water if you, at one if end. You, if, if the, the problem with that wall is that you couldn't pass through it with a, like a passport. This, you know, oh my, you know, that's, think about it. It's like if you lived in France and your mom lived in Germany, you would still have to have a passport to go see her, right? I mean, there but are east and west walls. Germany. What if there was like a north and south Washington? There could be an east well, and west Washington. Like I think the eastern half would be one side and the western half be the other. Well, we, right now we got six blocks. I can't figure out how to fucking pick up garbage day. Man, dude, I mean AOC is just gonna come unlock the entire fucking county of king she already kicked she already kicked out amazon out of new york she hasn't done anybody any favors she's she gonna to get some she's gonna get some position as joe biden something or another he's gonna sniff her hair he's gonna let her in and say you know you can be you can be the, you can be the climate, a, climate change girl you're in for no, that no have, no have you you haven't heard about cabinet. that yet so no joe biden is already or uh, joe biden I appreciate his service. I don't agree with a lot of what he says. I don't wish anything bad on him, but he has lost uh, a, a part of his mind. Uh, Susan Rice is looks like his closest VP pick right now. Um, I always thought she was hot. She was. She had a little thumb to Might her. Might make but some I mean, sense. Might make wore, sense. When she wore her, her her hair one way, I didn't like it. But when she wore it the other way, I was like, she's a pretty cute chick. But his 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 czar or whatever that's going to be in charge of like uh, the Second Amendment is going to be Beto Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, Beto. Well, you know that's his Mexican name. You can you know. I've never seen a Mexican so tall, but I guess and he stands on tabletops. And then In I bars. heard Ocasio Cortez is going to be his uh, his environmental specialist. That's right. She can be in charge of the weather. She's the weather girl. You ever think she could actually pour a drink right back in the day? Was she a bartender? You didn't know that. No. You ever go to some bartenders and they pour great just drinks and they have a great conversation? Yeah, if they like you. They're awesome. She liked and everybody. You no, know, and then you go to well, and then you go to some other bartenders and you're just like, oh god, that's Jesus Christ! I can't even drink this. I think that's what she would do to our society. I mean, she doesn't like give us like seventy five percent booze, twenty ten percent cola, and the rest ice. The ice what? is me- your drink, you know, is like seventy five percent liquor and maybe ten percent cola and the rest ice. 
That's what she's trying to sell you? It's a nice drink like that? Oh, no, no, glass. no, no. You're in talking a, AOC? In a, in a pint glass, yeah. AOC. Yeah, in a pint AOC, glass. AOC, she wants every... She wants she wants all the buildings to be redone throughout the country in order to be uh, eco friendly and and solar friendly, uh, solar power, windmills everywhere. And windmills they don't tell you windmills kill uh, those those big electric windmills. They kill a lot of birds every year. I don't know if you know that, but you know for you vegans out there that I mean everybody eventually wants to go to a vegan diet. And that's the thing I, I always break it down to is that progressives progressively want to make it worse. They really want you to kind of do, if you don't agree with them, it's like I dated a vegan girl once before and she was totally cool. Cause she was like, Oh, I'm not vegan, but if you want to, you know, don't feel, you know, I'm not going to feel weird if you have a hamburger or steak in front of me, you know, it's just what I choose for my own life. And when people do that, I'm like, right on. I appreciate you do that for your own life. But don't force all your shit on me. You know what I mean? And that's what it comes down to. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me what to eat. Don't tell me what shows to watch. Don't tell me what person to listen to on YouTube. Just... You know, if you have right to your opinion, no one wants to hear no. No one wants to hear no. What's that? Nobody wants to hear no. You know, don't tell me this. Don't tell me that. No, but that's the only way they can get their point across because their their point in most cases, when it comes to being a liberal, they don't have a point anymore. You give them something, they want something else. So when they, Which is fine. That's do, what it's called to be a progressive, I guess. But it's like, haven't you fucked up a lot of cities? Haven't you been in control of a lot of cities and you've owned the black vote for a long time? And they're not happy. Well, I mean... Co- why, all, why, all, why all of a sudden are, is the black community not happy at conservatives when we haven't been in control of their cities or their districts for a long time. You should be mad at the people that have been running it. Well, I know that we're getting close to the end here, Danny, so like, uh, I'm thinking... I know. I'm thinking... I think we try to just end this motherfucker by saying, don't get anybody sick. I think that's kind of a fucking conspiracy theory. Wash your hands. Yeah, wash your hands. I think that it could be a conspiracy theory we talk another time, but yeah... Don't touch your face. Wash your hands. And, um, you know, let this tune take you out. And uh, we'll catch you some other time. For tonight, we'll just wrap it up right here. Thanks for tuning in.